Hi everyone, welcome back to the Manager Movement Podcast. Got a very special guest with us today, Andrew. Uh, say hi, Andrew. Introduce yourself a little bit. Actually, Andrew, sorry, before I say that, I'm terrible at these 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 introductions and these starts. I'm just the worst at it. Um, Andrew's actually done an interview with us previously with Phil, not even a few months back, and he had made his way past phase two of the course, the foundation course. And now he's already in intermediate just a few months later. So it's making fantastic progress. So uh, just to remind everyone or people that haven't seen your first interview, Andrew, could you tell us a bit about yourself? Uh, yes. Uh, hi, everyone. My name's Andrew. Um, I'm currently, as you can see from the fake background, at least uh, I'm on the Gold Coast in Queensland in Australia. Um, so that is home for me, um, where you can see there. Um, I've been on the course now for about or since I think about October last year. Um, so in that time, sort of progressed through now, starting out into the intermediate phase. Um, and primarily for me, it's been, you know, a great driver and it's something that's sort of really helped and, you know, given my work, it's you know, going to help me in the future as well. Mm. Tell me how you, um, just tell me about your just general uh, impressions of going because were you were you zero level or very low level when you first started with us? Oh, it's very low level. Um, obviously, <clears throat> having been there quite a bit to China itself um, and friends and the like, I was able to pronounce a few things. Probably pronounce them badly, but I was able to say a few things and get by, and you know, ask for some food, basic food or drinks, etc. Um, <clears throat> and some of the main greetings, but apart from that. In, you know, maybe I could re um, read like, you know, war or something, you know, but extremely low level. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about, tell yeah. me about just your general overall thoughts about where you started at what October, mm -hmm. so uh, nine months ago. Mathematics isn't my strong point either. Introducing <laughs> people in mathematics. Uh, so about three, uh, six months. Six yeah. months. And um, um, yeah, like what, what are you, what are your thoughts about? where you are now compared to where you started and how much progress you've made in this amount of time? Really sort of surprised, to be honest. Um, I was thinking about today, knowing that the um, we're going to have this discussion. And I, I just recall going back, I had actually started with a, I guess you'd say a voice coach back in probably March, I think, of mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, she sort of came along with the standard tech books. Uh, one was for reading, one was for speaking. Um, I think it probably took me about four weeks of that before I said to her, let's just get rid of the reading. That's just not going to happen because it was that old school sort of style of just like, remember that character, remember what it means, you know, mm. and it, it, it was like force feeding learning. Um, right. so I, I gave up on the reading. I thought this is just something that's never going to happen. Um, but now to where I am, um, it's just amazing. You're like, and even still to this day, to pick up my phone, to flip through some of the social media or some of the apps, et cetera. And you can't read everything, but to be able to read a lot more of it or quite a bit of it in some instances, you just like, I never thought I'd get to that stage. I never did. Not after the experience with the initial teaching. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's really interesting. So how, is, how do you think your goals have changed? Like, what were your goals when you first started out and what are they now? When I first started out, probably the main goal was, you know, to be able to function a lot better in China um, on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, you know, uh, 
more so from, I guess, from a business or interpersonal side of things. It was really just to function. And that's why I sort of said in the end, look, I just can't get this reading thing. Let's just get rid of it. Um, my goals now, like HSA five or six, because I can see what I can do now. Um, and that's really, I understand um, it's not something that's 100% necessary to achieve. Like you don't have to get the piece of paper. It's kind of like, nah, I want it. <laughs> and that's for me. If yeah. they, you know, I was able to do it. Yeah. Um, and that's, just that's how much the goals. Yeah. Just as we're, we're aware, you're aware too of, of the weaknesses with the HSK and, and all that stuff, but it's still the number one benchmark that's sort of recognized by people. Yeah. And it's just nice to have. And it does mean something. It does mean that you, just because, you know, the, the word order they chose or the characters maybe aren't based on the best corpus or whatever, aren't the most realistic real life. Of, you know, the real life application isn't there, you know, isn't yeah. ideal. It's still difficult. <laughs> it's still a challenge. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah. uh, and it definitely proves that you can read and write Chinese, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I'd say, yeah, it's, yeah, that was that was a goal of mine as well, and that kept me. It really keeps you going in a way. Um, what because goals are interesting, especially when you get to your level, when you get to intermediate and beyond. Yeah. You know, apart from the HSK six, because they can be rather abstract at that point, because they they call. I don't know if you've heard of the, the the term the the wasteland of the intermediate. Have you heard that before? Yep. Yeah. And it just seems to go on forever and you never know oh am i advanced yet am i advanced yet um but it's, i don't think it's personally it's great to think in that way i think um if you think you think more about what you want to be able to do in the language so you said before that you wanted to be able to um get around better in china which is a great goal but that was yeah. earlier in terms of a more yeah. advanced goal or let's say a more lofty goal to where you are now to where you want to yeah. be not counting the hsk what would you like to be able to do? Like imagine like Andrew in a year's time or two or three, what would you, what do you see yep. yourself? What level do you want to get to there? Um, primarily because I was watching or listening to some of the podcasts and I thought a great, I think it was yourself that said it. And I thought it was a great quote. And I sort of thought about it, you know, more conceptually in that um, what really does fluency mean in any language? Mm. There's words in English. I don't know. Um, because I've never had to use them in the past. Um, so that's always probably going to be the case in Chinese. So for me, um, again, through one of the podcasts that might have been, um, you know, I deal in business, consulting mm. and that kind of thing. So that's sort of the, the stream, you know, into this intermediate and more advanced area that I'll be concentrating sort of my reading and my um, absorbing of new words and the like so that, you know, my proficiency down that path, that field of what I already know um, improves dramatically and, mm. you know, becomes part of it. Because there's, you know, um, you still might absorb, the way I sort of look at it now and might be incorrect, but um, I, I'm not going to be a mechanic in China or I'm not going to be a doctor. So I don't need to learn like now or soon or in the near future words that are very pertinent to a given profession. Mm -hmm. um, I deal with business. So my absorption, you know, through um, some of the apps and the like is going to be more business orientated. And that's where I can discover new words and things like that in that aspect. It's really yeah. well said. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Because uh, if you don't, if you don't sort of adjust your goals like you've done in that way to be more realistic, um, then, 
you know, you're going to be in hell because you're going to be like, I'm never good enough. I'm never good enough. I'm never good enough. Like, constantly, even, even though you're comparing yourself to not even native speakers, like the best of the best native speakers like, that exist. You know, so it's like, yeah, best and brightest of China. So, no, you're not going to get them. Neither are 99.9% of Chinese people. So, exactly. Yeah. There's going to be, yeah. you know, even for them, there's going to be medical terms, for example. That's probably a good example whereby. Mm. They're not going to know them. They, they'll know, like us, you know, body parts, eye, nose, ear, et cetera, and internal parts. But as far as very technical terms for, you know, surgeries and things like that, they probably wouldn't know what they are unless they were told them or taught them. So I'm mm. not going to go chasing down that avenue. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, like, from doing a <laughs> podcast, which I've never done before this, um, I realized how like not fluent in English I am. It's like the amount of times I have to be like, sorry, video editor, what's that word again? dig okay yeah dig all right so i'll <laughs> start again it's like it's, it's bad yeah um yeah so that's fantastic that's it's great to i think that you've got that completely right in my opinion um yeah so where you are now uh, talk a bit about where you are now in the course and what it's like because i imagine you're in you're in the intermediate now you've probably what, what six yes. seven hundred characters um just just on six yeah six hundred yeah, yeah. So you've, you, you know, you've mastered or you're on your way to mastering, you're definitely proficient in, I would say, uh, 80% of the language by coverage at this point. And you're, because of the way our course is structured, you should be on your way to reading full length stories, articles, of course, sentences. Um, yeah. So tell me a bit about that experience specifically. Um, that's been probably one of the really sort of, eye-openers um, in terms of feeling good about, you know, being able to do that. You know, you see, uh, what was the one you get given just recently? I think it was like Sleeping Beauty, the full story. Mm. And you look at that and you go, I can read most of that. And that's just bizarre to even think at the start. Um, I think what it's done now is just sort of woken up this other part of me where I'm always being inquisitive um, about new words. Not necessarily like bringing new words in um, that aren't part of the course because I, you know, I kind of keep thinking, well, we'll get there, you know, it'll come, you know. But even when I'm scanning through other texts, so one thing I do, I might just casually scan through uh, Weibo, right, and I see the uh, the writing there, and if I see like a, a line of words, um, and I go, I know all those characters, but I've not seen them used in that way or that order. Let's find out why. So then I'll dig into the sentence and try to understand, okay, so if I'm using this here or in this way or, you know, the opposite, what's it all mean and how does it work together? And I think that's where, you know, coming into the end of phase five and into the intermediate, you start to sort of, well, you know, I started to do naturally. You're just sort of like more inquisitive about, I know that characters, those two characters or maybe even the three characters, but I'm not seeing them used in that way. Okay, let's find out what that means. Um, I may not record it, um, you know, like in a card or anything, but mm. it's just to constantly sort of bring it into what I do. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's just a strange feeling still. Uh, you know, you sort of got to wake yourself up a little bit to be able to look at some of those stories in the sentence and go, I can read that mm. you know, when it's a pictorial <laughs> language. Um, but I think, yeah, it's woken that, um, that curiosity into me to 
want to know a little bit more um, and find, you know, like I think it's covered in some of the podcasts, you know, breaking down the sentences, you know. So if I see a sentence in like even Weibo, just a basic sentence, I'll go, I've not really seen it like that. So I'll start typing it um, even just into a translator. Google Translate is not the best, but no. sometimes it will give you an idea of what's happening. Better than nothing. You know, so it might be just three characters. Yeah. Um, you, know, you just type in the first character, the second character, and see how that changes what the first character meant. Mm. And then you type in that final mm. third character and you go, ah, that's what those three characters are saying. Um, I think as an example, um, what was the one? Uh, it was in one of the stories, uh, Three Little Pigs. Ba-tia, shol. Yeah. Um, I was reading that and I'm going, you know, big, bald, speak you know what the what the hell and it wasn't until i did that investigation myself and went right what it means to yell or something similar <laughs> you okay now when i see those three in that story it's just it's just yell in my head it's not separating the characters mm. yeah so that's what the intermediate is sort of the end of phase five and the intermediate has done for me yeah you touched on a few really good points there i think um there's something that keeps coming up for it's, it's very strange like the last um couple of interviews we've done with some some on some other podcasts like ollie richards and uh you can learn chinese and um and just generally with there was a couple of other like kairi shikari as uh, another interview i did who's in a similar position to you in the intermediate it's this concept of it will be all right comes up like uh and I think that's one of the things that uh, we didn't realize that we'd given people like that. Could, but learning from the perspective of someone that's made all the mistakes and had all the stresses and done all the the wrong things <laughs> and then eventually the right things. And um, we can sort of get in your head or, you know, rather you get in our heads and we can say, we've been here. Don't worry about it. Trust us. It will it will come. And um, I think naturally as well, when you put the effort into the course that you've done and you've made the results that you've done, that you've you've created, you get a lot of confidence in yourself, a lot more confidence than you would if you were just sticking with that teacher that you mentioned, having stuff forced into you and not really doing that well and kind of thinking you're rubbish, which is a, yep. a side effect of that. Whereas I like to think the way we do things and the way you, the way, you know, I don't want to take credit, you've done it, but um, the, the Mandarin Blueprint style, it's like we're teaching you to basically teach yourself and teaching you the skills. And I think that gives you a lot of confidence. And um, yeah. that feeling of like, yeah, um, I don't know this thing right now, but you, instead of worrying, like being, because you're trained in school and traditional methods, that if you get it wrong, you're stupid. Or if you get it wrong, you know, you have to try again, you failed. Um, it's it's more like oh, I don't know this. Huh. Let me think about it. It's a positive experience. It's a, yeah. like I say, an inquisitive experience. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it has uh, has done as far as language goes. Like, you know, you get to that point where you know, as you say, you might be able to read ninety percent of something a sentence or a, a par- small paragraph um, on a different platform, you know, on a social media or whatever it might be, and. Yeah, you're just inquisitive. Okay, I can I can get this. I can't fully get it because there's some things missing there. Um, but I don't go hunting characters because that's pretty hard to do <laughs> um, if I don't know them. But if I at least get that feeling, um, mostly what I'm looking for in that sense is, you know, things that I know but I haven't seen used in that way. Mm. I'm just sort of like, oh, I wonder why they said it like that, you know. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm really glad that you're you you've got that positive mindset when it comes to that, and you're doing something as well that a lot of people forget how to do. And I, I, I if you try not to lose this because a lot of people, it's really easy to lose this feeling of just like patting yourself on the back um, and just ex- appreciating how far you've come in such short, relatively short time. So yeah. I can read that. I can read that because. Um, I can't think of any specific examples right now, but we we usually like people that are really productive on the course smash their way through it. They're like, oh, you know, I feel like I haven't really. Um, I'm only I'm only getting ninety five percent on these uh these flashcards, or I didn't quite understand this brand new story first time round native speed. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, dude, what were you doing six months ago? <laughs> you need pinion, nothing <laughs> else, you know. Yeah, you do. You you're doing so much better than the average learner way better than me and Phil did that's for sure um yeah and one thing I did you know um to sort of help that was um with Punky itself I really sort of went and had a good look at some other videos uh it seems like it's a very popular platform with uh medical students Mm -hmm. so there's some really good information out there um you know downloaded some add-ons that give you some more detailed statistics um, but one thing I was sort of interested to hear, sort of one saying I kind of agreed was, um, you know, if I was sitting at 95% every time I did all my cards, which I think there was 200 something today, um, I'd be ecstatic. But then I'd also be thinking, well, I'm seeing those cards too often mm. because, um, you know, the ideal range is about 85 to 90%. Um, that really means you're sort of you know learning and i thought oh, i actually i thought that's that's pretty good if you know if you're if you're hitting 100 percent every time you do unky and there's 200 cards like, well mm-hmm. you kind of nailed those cards you need to sort of move on from that that's sort of how i sort of look at it yeah maybe you need to hit the uh easy button a bit more often yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah that's the same as me you know i i do look at those sort of stats but then i think you know my true retention because I made a pretty bad mistake from way back in like must have been phase three mm. with Anki and I only sort of really picked it up about a month ago so I'm still correcting that within Anki and what it was was um, with the images for the words you've got the lived experience and you've got the image itself when I first put the picture into that image block and it would come up with the word and there'd be the image there. And you like, and some of these were quite simple words, you know, when you look back on it, but even at the time. Um, and I thought, well, that's kind of cheating. You know, the picture's there, the word's there. How can you not get it? But what I didn't realise is it makes an entirely new card with just the picture there. So you've got to draw that association from only the picture, get the word and the meaning. Mm. I didn't realise that. Oh. So I hadn't been putting pictures in the image box. I'd only been putting them in the lived experience box. Oh, I see. Yeah, so for me, dragging up, you know, if I said to myself, how do I say, you know, a, a certain word in Chinese or, you know, what is it? I'm like, I don't remember. So I had to go back and I've been going back and putting images into the into those words there mm. um, because, you know, making that connection without the word or without the meaning, just the picture um, was so fundamental and that's sort of improved things for me as well. Yeah, this yeah. happens, and it's not. That's not a huge. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> about wasting time. I mean, I could. I've wasted probably hundreds of hours, high hundreds, if not low thousands of hours, doing the wrong thing. So it's not too bad, <laughs> relatively speaking. No, <laughs> no. And look, it's 
it's probably only affected those words that the connections weren't really good in the first place. You know, I don't need to put a picture in for mobile phone. You know, mm. um, Shoji, I don't need to put a picture in for that. That's, that word is just stuck in there. Yeah. Um, and there are many others like that. So it's only correcting things like that. Yeah, most um, but, yeah. Words have the sort of built-in mnemonic anyway, Schultz, hand machine. Yeah. Okay, next, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's sort of where it's at for me is that um, I think now taking it to that next level and getting a little bit more self-inquisitive about exactly what's going on when, you know, words and characters and um, different ones are used. I'm still trying to... Um, you know, get my head around things like uh, I'm not that bad at it, but still not great at things like pi and things like that. And you sort of uh, you get the hang of it, but you talking yeah. about sorry, you talking about pronunciation there? Um, uh, the the character uh, Cy, um, C A or like only yeah. basically, yeah. Uh, so the in terms yeah. of how it's used grammatically, used in yeah grammatically in the sentence. So yeah. that's the things I'm really digging into because you can sort of smash along a sentence particularly one the other mm. course you know, bang, yeah, yeah understand the sentence but you then it's like what is that character actually doing in this sentence yeah it's tough uh yeah. that one's actually yeah that one's one of the tough ones also uh dual as well that confused me for a long time because it literally has like depending on how it's used maybe 15 definitions and um and uh, yeah. another one's bah that really throws people off how to use these sorts so and it, because they're so deep it's not like tour like car you know that's there's about as shallow as it gets it has one definition pretty much yeah and uh okay next you know but some of these words they take a lot more exposure in lots of different contexts yeah. I, I, I like to compare it to people so like there are certain people like uh i don't know the the how do we put how can i say it's a non-offensive way the uh there are people that are very simple to understand you know like the dude bro yeah. at the bar who's like uh, he wants to drink he doesn't want to, he wants to talk about the game yeah. and it doesn't take much to get to know that guy right <laughs> but then some people uh are very there's a lot of layers to them and to get to know them you have to see them a lot more in different contexts and chat about yeah. a lot more different things so I'd, I'd see you know just like people words are not equal in that way either you know yeah mm. so tell me a little bit about your experience with the hands and moving method right now because uh, you must have mastered it pretty much <laughs> you know you're what 600 <laughs> characters in for anyone that does not that does not understanding a uh, hands and moving method is our mnemonic visualization techniques basically memory palaces to learn chinese characters <clears throat> so tell me about how you're doing with that at the moment andrew um <clears throat> pretty good um i'd say my, my retention rate um in terms of you know first second time seeing the character after you know doing, going through it in the course um, has improved dramatically. Um, and I think that's come about because improving the, the visualisation of the movie internally. Um, it's kind of a... I, I saw you were one that came out or last night, our time, um, about the roller coaster of learning um, in you know, Mandarin. And it, it sort of is like that because, you know, at first um, you're typing out the movie um you're doing the visualization with it um and then sort of early on can't remember exactly where i sort of thought um okay i probably don't need to write it 
And then it was like, no, I've not really mastered this. So I went back to writing it. Um, and now I've sort of come out of writing it again. Um, but I think what's changed from the first time I tried that is my concept of being able to visual, visualize the scene has improved. Um, and the way in which to do that. Um, I actually find more now that it helps me more to just visualize it, do a really good job of visualizing it, sit there, close my eyes, run through the scene as, um, as I'm doing the, uh, going through the course than it does do to type it. It's almost so the typing now is a distraction um, in a way. I don't know if that makes sense, but you're that concentrating does. on typing um, more so than you are visualizing in your head. So I've sort of switched it up now where it's more, you know, just sit there, uh, look at the props, you know, the set, the actors, et cetera, and then just close my eyes and just visualize the whole scene through and through. Um, yeah, so it's been um, it's been a pretty amazing tool. Um, to be honest with you, I wish I knew more about it earlier because it's obviously not just learning Chinese that's an effective thing. As I said, you know, it seems like a lot of um, uni students um, use some similar things to this type of thing. Um, yeah, I wish I knew about it earlier for other things. Yeah, I, it can be applied to all sorts of different areas, um, and you know, from pretty much useless party tricks to memorizing decks of cards. To well, I guess that's useful actually if you know go to casinos or whatever, maybe. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> but uh, you know, speeches, memorize yep. a sonnet for your wife or girlfriend. Um, yep. You use the journey method. It's tried and true. It works. I've used it in Chinese, like Chinese speech, without any, um, without having to look at any cards or anything. Um, I'm not the best at it, but if anyone wants to learn more, I highly recommend the Art of Memory Forum. Um, and uh, Dominic O'Brien is my favourite. Uh, not that I've read many books on the subject, but his books have just been really well written, clear, easy. Yeah. And he talks about how to memorise all different sorts of things. But um, mm. you said, uh, yeah, seeing typing as a waste of time. I'm glad you see that as a waste of time now because uh, that wasn't ever on our like it wasn't ever on our radar as a thing to do. It's just people started doing it since the very beginning. We never did it personally, but um, I think I say about a third of people um, just have just find it um, really fun and or useful. So and, and mm. um, we're not gonna we're not gonna try and stop anyone from doing it as long as, long as they enjoy no. it and it works. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, you know, you mentioned the roller coaster of Chinese. I actually named the last podcast that, but I feel bad because I went back and listened to it, and I forgot to actually talk about where that quote came from the whole why you know i, I realized that because alex uh, alex summary one of our other members he wrote a comment about it he was actually referring to a story that i said that i yeah. that i read on chinese forums that i actually put into the pronunciation mastery uh, course do, do you do you watch that little bit um yeah i'm pretty sure i did yeah it was a while ago now but yeah it would have been a while ago now yeah but um yeah essentially it was a quote from one of the, the top contributors there who said that's what Chinese is like, um, specifically Chinese. Uh, you know, it's like a roller coaster. You go up for a long time <laughs> and it takes a long time to get up that first hump and it's yeah. stressful yeah. and it can be scary sometimes. But then once you get over that hump, that first big hump, it, you fly, and you have your first breakthrough. Yeah. You know, and then there's lots more humps and twirls and whirls after that, and like basically indicating, you know, difficulties, challenges, but they're never as bad as that first hump with Chinese yeah, yeah. once you get over that first bit so would you say that you're you're past that first hump yet or do you see yourself still um, on the way up no I think still on the way up 
offer, but pretty darn close. Um, as you said, um, even the sort of experience I've had is even getting toward, you know, as you're going up that first big hump, there's been some extra little bumps on the way. Um, you know, I guess, you know, when you first start getting into compound words and um, it's a little bit more deep from the, you know, the very starting out of pronunciation and the first like three characters, um, you know, you get to that point, I got to that point where you're like, I'm just never going to be able to get this, you know, oh, it's all crazy. And then probably more when sentences came into it actually. And you're like, I can't get this. I can't understand, you know, this, this, this. And then all of a sudden something just clicks mm. and you're off again and you're rising up again. And then, you know, you're getting to the story phase as a thing. You're like, oh, you know, more. And you sort of, so you hit sort of another hump, but then something just clicks. Um, even when it's things like grammatically um, or uh, the use of some of those funny characters. I'm not a mm. master at Geol, but getting better. Getting better. Um, but it's improved enough that it's no longer this massive hump that every time I see that word, I'm like, ah, no, it's that one again or anything mm. like that. I'm, I sort of start looking for the other key indicators, how it's being used. You know, like the, you know, if you've got E in the sentence somewhere, E and Joel, you know, like, ah, ah, now I've got you. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. kind of hard when you're reading because you see one character here and the other one down here in the sentence. And then you're like, now I know what that's saying. You know, something like, you know, as soon as or something like that. So there's been those bumps. I'd say I'm still on the way up, but um, uh, probably, you know, a small bump at the moment because I've noticed with the intermediate, there's no English. Mm. There's no English translation <laughs> uh, of the sentences. So that's up to me. Um, so that's probably a little bit of an extra bump at the moment. But then, you know, you, again, I... Now I've been through, you know, the other phases. I know that somewhere along the line, something will click and off you go again. I think, um, I think the way that makes me think, yeah, maybe you are on the way up still. Cause I was thinking, no, Andrew's definitely, you know, he's on his first big, but I would say the way we've structured the course, the original, the initial hump is maybe a bit longer because of the way we structured it but it's full of little enjoyable dips along the way up the first hump. So it's kind of like, yeah. you know, pronunciation uh, is really tough. Actually, it's not so hard. Yay. And then it's like, oh, characters. How do I learn, oh, got to learn characters at the memory palace? Oh, oh, actually, no, this is amazing. Yay. Yeah. And then like, oh, I'm learning words. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's not too bad. And then, oh, no, I'm reading sentences. I'm going from characters to reading sentences. That's really tough. And then, oh, no, yeah. wait, no, I'm actually understanding them. I'm starting to get the hang of Joe. And there's like a little bump, but then... <laughs> yeah so yeah and then it's and then it's full and then we we sort of throw long form content at you as soon as you start to get comfortable with sentences so we want to keep you you know challenged but also give you more breakthroughs and more of those little uh bumps along yeah. the way so, yeah i think for me personally the reading you know like the, if i sit down with one of the stories or the paragraphs um <clears throat> I feel pretty comfortable with that now. So if you mm. said sort of separate that I'd be I'm sort of really getting close to that top of that hill there. Um, speaking and the like, I've got to get up to speed. Um, I know that. Mm. Um, and I think more of a breakthrough through me is probably just, you know, looking at things like Unki and that's because um, I did make that initial error not putting the images in the right place or in both places. Mm. Um, so I've noticed how quickly and how much more easily I can recall 
compound words when I'm doing the Anki sentences um, because I can I can make an association way better now. I'm not just trying to pluck a word out. So, um, but that's that's probably where how I describe it. Yeah, for myself. Yeah. Mm. Do you uh, do you feel looked after in in the course at where you are? Do you feel like you know in terms of support from us and other members? Like, what are your thoughts about that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think, you know, there's never been, I don't even don't think, there's never been a time where I haven't made an inquiry um, and you, either yourself or Phil haven't gotten back to me at all. Um, and it was even just recently, um, I know it sounds silly at this stage, but when I was listening to the audio, just an example, um, or uh, Bing, um, every time I heard uh, Annie and, sorry, I forgot the gentleman's name, Jerry. in the recordings, Jerry, um, they would always use that pronunciation of that word, bing, right? uh, particularly in the sentences, I think, more so than anything else. So I'm thinking, is there something I'm missing because mm. you've got the other pronunciation, bing, bing, mm. and, you know, oh, you know, is there something I'm missing? So I wrote, you know, fired off an inquiry and Phil got back to me really quickly um, just to sort of set straight um, you know, the differences there. So, yeah, the support has been great. Um, the community, I think, on the times I have put something out there, someone's gotten back, you know, always pretty quickly. You don't really have to wait long to get an answer from someone. That's that's probably the best way to put it. Good, good. Um, <clears throat> do you have any other just general feedback or comments about the rest of the foundation course or just your general experience before we leave it for today? Um, No, probably the only thing I'd sort of say, you know, that I might do a little bit differently. I don't know if it sort of helps some people, you know, if mm -hmm. it gets out to them. Um, once you sort of get into the sentences and you've got the audio there to um, to shadow, um, sort of get more, get into that a lot sooner and a lot harder than what you might think. Um, it is for me still very challenging. It's not so much that I can't read the characters. It's obviously the mimicking the pronunciation as well as um, the speed, uh, even 80%. Um, but <clears throat> I'm sort of playing a bit of catch up now, um, but that's on me because, you know, probably like a lot of humans, you go, that's really hard. That's really difficult. I don't, <laughs> you know, I'll put that aside for now and I'll keep learning some characters and reading more. Um, because that's where I need to sort of pick it up now. It's, you know, that mimicking and that, the use of that. Uh, you know, other than that, the course, you know, for me personally has been, it's it's basically done something I never thought I'd be able to do. You know, after that first experience, um, learning with a you know, native Chinese speaker um, from the textbooks, they're still over there actually. Um, you know, I, that's why I threw it. It's like, yeah, I threw it. It's like, no, I, I cannot do that. You know, that's not within me nowadays. Maybe when I was 19 or, you know, in high school, I may be able to have done it, but no. Um, and then to have gone from that level <clears throat> in, it will take six months to, what, 600 characters, and I think that works out. That's spread somewhere roughly a 1,000 words, close to. Yes. Um, still can't believe it. But not just knowing them. Um, like regurgitating them you can actually consume them and 
probably at least partially produced them quite well, I would say, by this point. Uh, even though you, you know maybe you haven't practiced it as much as you you know as as you will later on with speaking and stuff. But yeah, yeah, I, I, that's fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah, well, one thing I've tried, to, one thing I've personally tried to do, so introduced into my daily life. So my phone is set on Chinese. Um, that gets a bit funky at some points. <laughs> um, uh, but if I've got to do a reminder to call someone, I'll try to do that in Chinese. Um, if I'm just making a note on you know the notes application in my phone i'll try to do that if it's just a basic thing like you know a shopping list even for example write it out in chinese um and that's just so that even those very basic things just become um automatic you know they're not something i have to think about still have to think about many things at the moment of course but you know if i just want to say you know buy coffee i can just buy coffee in chinese so it's not i don't have to think about it yeah. So that's um, that's helping a lot. Yeah. That's really good. Really good to hear. Oh well, and um, if, if you didn't have anything else to add, Andrew, unless you want to add anything else uh, before we finish up for today, I think uh, we'll uh, we'll call it a day. Oh, that's all good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, it's been it's been great. Um, I would uh, would definitely love to do this again uh, once you've made your way through the intermediate course. Mm-hmm. and see how you know which is going to be you know 1500 characters 4000 words so uh see you yep. next week yeah see you, or next month maybe yeah <laughs> um I, i'm actually thinking um uh just come back a little bit um so just introduce a few new characters per day kind of thing um mm. and then swing some more attention over to the mimicking and the speaking and the shadowing um just to bring that up to speed because i don't really want to get to the end of intermediate and then be sort of you know my intermediates here let's just say my intermediate reading and comprehension is hsk4 but my speaking is like hsk2 you know there's no there's no point in that because you know we communicate mostly by, by verbally so yeah mm. yeah i'd, I'd say it might take a little bit longer to get through intermediate <laughs> well that's fine it's not going to be time misspent it's going to be you're going to be building a broader skill set and a deeper skill set however you want to describe it so and teaching is, uh, sorry, practicing speaking with a tutor rather is vital. Um, and it's yeah. good to start doing regular lessons earlier rather than later. Um, even if it's just once or twice a week, 45 minutes, you know, yeah, makes a world of difference when you compound it over a year. So that's yeah, a, yeah. I think you're making I talked to one of my friends. moves. Yeah, I talked to my friend in Shujo. Um, and she is brutal when it comes to pronunciation. So that's, that works well. <laughs> it doesn't hold back at all. <laughs> good. Yeah, that's good. Cool. So she knows how to correct it for you and stuff. And she goes, no. <laughs> and then as a go at you. I think it was when I, it was when I first learned um, e-bike. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I, was, I still had my Chinese teacher here in Australia and she was kind of claiming that that's not how, what they call an e-bike in China. And I went, really? So I asked my friend in China. And she went, yeah, that's what they call it. But she went, no, you mispressed it because you said eat at the end. You didn't say, you know, I, I'm still practicing the pronunciation of chur because I was doing it incorrectly. Um, but, yeah, I was saying it as eat, you know, chur, chur. And she's like, no, you said eat at the end. But you didn't say 
That's a bit, that <laughs> might be sorry. <laughs> but it helped because yeah. I went back and I listened and I went, yeah, I am saying it incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's, it's harsh but fair. <laughs> anyway. All right then, Andrew. Uh, been an absolute pleasure. I hope to do it again sometime. Thank you. Absolutely. Speak to you soon. Okay, bye.